Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are uh, two different places. I am uh, where, uh, the, let's see, um, I'd say football's pretty popular right now. Well, I'd say probably ground zero of uh Professional football right now here in Kansas City. Yeah, so I did not see Taylor Swift at the airport. Just in case you're wondering, one of three ground zeros there. <laughs> you know, so you got uh, San Francisco, Las Vegas, and of course Kansas City uh, being the third. Yeah, or yeah. First. I wonder how much even like um, uh, you know San Francisco is it? Are they into it? I mean, you know, it's like it's hard to get Californians into into just about anything. But I would um, say the Niners you know, fans are really into it. But I don't know if it consumes the whole town like it consumes. Kansas City, like as a community, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm no, not it's, sure. It's crazy. It's crazy here. Um, just, I mean, how when, how when, you, when you come into the airport here, by the way, and it's like a brand spanking new airport. Um, they've got Chiefs gear that you would expect to see, like at the stadium. Like they've got jerseys, and I mean, they've got it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. If you want to sell some gear, now is the time. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you might as well get it all uh, out there as best you can. And I imagine they've probably had that in there. For a while, but uh, good, for, good for them. Good for the airport for being able to kind of sell the, the good merch. I mean, it, they, they used to have the worst airport, and, it, and it's just it doesn't even look like the same place here. So they've invested. Hopefully, at some point, I know they've been talking about that. If we ever get a direct Kansas City to Louisville, it will be put great holes in the resume of why it's it's one of those weird places. It's not easy to get to. Yeah, there's not even really Chicago. a great connection, is there? It's kind of you got to no, no, uh, like a lot of places where you fly to Louisville, it's kind of. You might have to connect for an hour or something, and you're straight away. But, I mean, there really is not even a good connection to Kansas City. We dro- I drove when I went out there. But I know you Yeah, that's just, you know, you know I, that's not me. You know, <laughs> the wrong camper uh, <laughs> on that one. But, um, but hey, we got basketball tonight. Yeah, we got a little hoops 16 tonight. 16 and a half point spread. Uh, at least that's where it was last night when I saw it first come. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even check the spread yet. 16 and a half. So, this is going to be... Is this number 21 in school history or number 22, Chase? I can't remember. I have to go back to my notes. I feel What's like that? it's 22. Uh, games where Louisville has been favored by 15 or, or sorry, uh, underdog by 15 or more points. Okay, so it, it has moved to 15 and a half. So 15 and a half. On, um, let's see, on the first one. That but was on. All but three of those games are under uh, Kenny Payne. All but three. Of 21 or 22 i can't remember the exact number but all but three of them are kenny Payne. 
It's not good. I mean, we, we, we know. Um, uh, let's see. Well, I don't know why I'm not seeing it on some of these others, but um, got to hit the more NCAA. But, yeah, it's going to be right around there, 15, six, 16 points on a Clemson team that, you know, is because I'm seeing, yeah, 15 on, uh, on FanDuel as well. Um, because, you know, they just got robbed, uh, you know, a couple of nights ago. Yeah, against Duke. I mean, a game that they, you know, this is what happens. You get the Duke whistle. Uh, particularly in this league. But, you know, I mean, they are. Duke is what Clemson is in football. So, you know, you give it's a give and take here, Drew. So I don't know. I assume that means they'll be fired up and ready to go. That is, that's an odd gym. It's not a very intimidating environment at all. Uh, we were there with uh, Bellerman. Uh, last last season and it's just it's just you know when you you're, it's it's um you know it just hasn't been updated much but the team that's playing there is pretty good but it's, I, don't think, I don't think little John Arena and that what it's called is ever going to like scare you too much no nah, it's not going to strike the the you know into the hearts and minds of people or anything like that but it's it is um you know they are a pretty solid team they're probably on the bubble right now right so they are where are they in the in Ken Palm I would think they'd be in would they not 29th. I mean I don't know they're they're twenty ninth. I would think they they would be the third ACC team in, and you know, and then I think they'll have three of them square on the bubble. Yeah, like or Wake is thirty eighth, and you know, and I'm yeah. only looking at Ken Palm right now, but yeah, I mean, there's just not a lot of, uh, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of ACC teams in there right now, so it's a it's a little it's a little odd, but like you say, they and then they'll end up with two in the Final Four or something. You gotta have them in the tournament, though. It's odd to have that many that are just you know not you know looking seemingly on the wrong side of the tournament. Because see, I'm looking at the net ranking. So Clemson is 28th in the net. I, that's that's almost certainly would get you in. I mean, I know it's, you gotta analyze it a little deeper. But then yeah, Virginia Tech, like you said, Wake Forest, Virginia, and then there was one other I thought was close. Maybe that was it. Pittsburgh. You know, and you wonder about a Florida State too. I mean, hell, Florida State. Did, you know, beating North Carolina, they'd be first. You know, that was the matchup with the first two place, you know, top two teams in the league on Saturday. I didn't even realize it. Right, and you know, Florida State just a really bad start. You know, like for of their yeah. year, uh, and they've been playing good basketball since then. If they if they had played their first ten like they've played their last ten, you know, they probably wouldn't be in the position they're in now. Their seventy third Ken Palm team, they could rise up there, but. They, they're probably going to have to do something pretty serious down the stretch. They really can't afford to lose more than one game the rest of the way, or they're going to yeah. be in trouble. By the way, it sounds like, you know, you're, uh, like, you're, uh, like you're making tea. Like your tea is... Like I'm making tea? Yeah, like there's a, no. key, like a, a kettle in the background, like a high-pitched... No, see, yeah, that's what... See, here's the problem. I can't hear what's going out of my own headphones. I don't have a direct monitor on for ah, the better. Okay. Term, so I, I don't hear that. Chase was hearing that. I don't know what that would be. It, it's, it's just wind or something coming in on it, but I don't it, know where. I, it just sounds like a tea kettle, like in the background. I was checking my computer, kettle. the televisions, and the thing, and yeah. I was like, "No, that's theater. That's not." <laughs> that drives me crazy not being able to hear what what the audience hears. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sounds like a tea kettle. I've got I've got one more chord I can try here. Don't worry uh, about so it. I can maybe, maybe hear we'll, some we'll of deal with it. No, it's segment. all I worry. It's all I worry about. You I know, know but it's all it, I worry about. Peace is more precious than perfection. Yes. <laughs> so, so here's here's the thing. I you know I'm, I'm here. Um, you know I'm in Kansas City, and and uh, you know obviously we got you know I don't want to call them the big bosses. That makes them sound like evil people because they're not. Um, but you know you come in, and, you know it's good to see you know FaceTime with. Um, you know the people that you work with that are living in other cities. But the thing I'll get to do tonight is go to the Kansas game. 
Oh. The Jayhawks are playing Oklahoma State, but it's at the same time as the as the Louisville game. I wouldn't care. So I mean, I no, you're to, good to go to Allen Fieldhouse. Who do they have tonight? Who yeah. they have? Who's Kansas have? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Oh wow, that's yeah, gonna be yeah. a really good ball game. Man, I'm jealous. Yeah, they're a 16 now, point favorite. Now yeah. I'm the jealous. State, no, but to see here. Rock Shock and all that stuff. Oh that yeah, to awesome. see all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that'd be really cool, man. I mean, in, I've always wanted to go to a game there. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, that'll be yeah, – so that's pretty good. In the last year, I'd say I'll have gone to Duke and to, um, and to Kansas. Get to go to all the that places. Works. Get to go to all the places. Why don't you – was there a poly pavilion in your future? Or uh, uh, what, other, uh, what other venues do you need to check off? Says the guy who just got back from the Holiday Bowl because he's been a lifelong dream to see the Holiday Bowl. It was great. I'm really happy I went. Second best bowl experience ever, for sure. No doubt. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Second best bowl experience ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been to a lot of bowls. As defined by, I mean, the team didn't win. Does that not factor in? No, I mean, no, 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 no. Because, I mean, there, there's bowl games that I, I obviously like the Orange Bowl better than I like the Holiday Bowl in terms of results. But, no, I think in terms of everything else that goes around it, it was second best bowl experience ever, probably. Behind what? Behind just the Sugar Bowl. I mean, the Sugar Bowl is... What about the Orange Bowl? What was what, what good uh, about the Orange, Orange Bowl? Bowl? Just isn't as well put on as the Holiday Bowl. Like in terms of like all the events around it. No, the Holiday Bowl is way better than the Orange Bowl. But the Beef O'Brady's Bowl, where they were having oh, you know all O'Brady's sorts of stuff. Bowl. The Beef, yeah. O- yeah. So that's that's a good point. We did not have the dance off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the yeah, Beef O'Brady's say, dance How dare you forget <laughs> such a thing? And we didn't have the Belk Bowl shopping spree. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, that'd have been a department store. store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't need that. Um, man, I, I, I wish uh, I miss worrying about the net and the Ken Palm and the out of conference rankings and the first ten. Everything you were just saying there about these teams that are you know going to be in the tournament. Yeah, and you know watching Big Twelve basketball last night. I mean that game went to overtime between Houston and Texas. Yep. Uh, you know, you, you just realize like there's a lot of really high level basketball uh, out there, and if you just mm-hmm. like basketball, you can enjoy it. Um, it's it is difficult to do without like where your team is relative to all of this. But there's a lot of really good, a lot of, like in the Big East and in the Big Twelve, even in the SEC. The SEC's playing great basketball this year, uh, and they have over the last two, really two three years. The SEC's really raised their play, so. I'm just I'm just trying to find a level of appreciation for it because I got I got nothing. I, Brahm is Brahm well, is on I mean, the bench I, I until you, September or August. Well, <laughs> but here, here's the thing: as you mentioned those places, and I'm watching the game last night too. Texas, you know, they've got that new facility, you know, uh, down there, and and you're saying, well, there's more and more money spent there. And look, you can still be good at, like you said, at a UConn. There's always places you can be be good. That, that it, it scares me a little bit because I used to think that you know Louisville was a I mean, I still think it is one of the places where you can, you know, you've got a lot of inherent advantages, but it also used to be just on a list of like, well, if you're you're not coaching there, you want to get to there. And that's just not automatic now. And that's, you know, kind of the tricky part about this job and hiring for this job. Yeah, it it isn't automatic. I mean, ask Alabama football when Bear Bryant left. I mean, they, they got a championship with Gene Stallings and they were in the wilderness. You know, UCLA. Yeah, but I'm saying, what I'm saying, it would be auto- automatic if you were at, I, you know, pick a school, um, you know, that's, you know, that wherever, Iowa State. All right, mm. just say that, for example. Yeah. Um, and if Louisville came calling, like, it wouldn't even be a question. Shouldn't be. Whereas now, some of, some of these places, though, I think proving you can win in a lot of places and the money that's coming in in other conferences, 
it may not be view, you know my my fear is it's not quite viewed the same way yeah i hope that it hasn't um lost any of its luster you know I, I, and and you know there's there's good basketball everywhere like you don't have to leave iowa state right. to find a good league you're in one you know but it might be a tougher place to win iowa state might be and i like that coach tj Ultzelberger, i think is how you say his name uh i like him a lot like i think he's the second cut candidate for me for this job um but you know you don't have to leave the big 12 you don't have to live leave the big east uh to go find a great league i mean you're you're in one already so and you're in a place like if you're at providence I mean, that atmosphere for Providence Georgetown on television, I'm just like, mm-hmm. unbelievable. So, you know, would you really want to leave that and say, well, I'm looking at the Yum Center this year and there's hardly anybody in there? You know? Well, but you, I mean, you also, I mean, I think you view it if you're coming, the, the Yum Center is not going to look like that. I mean, I think anybody understands mm-hmm. that. But, I, but it also, you can look, stay at those places and go, man, life's pretty good here. I can make a lot of money here. I don't know. I mean, I still, I still think this job draws, you know, People from that aren't like set in stone at certain places mm-hmm. that, um, but 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 I, but maybe not quite to the extent that it used to. Still enough, I think, but but not. I don't think quite near the extent that it used to. Right. Where it would just get- be automatic if you were the coach at wherever Creighton, Gonzaga. You know, back in you know, think, think twenty five years ago. Of course, you'd leave Gonzaga to go to another school. No, yeah, ba- yeah. but Baylor. Baylor is a good example of what you're talking about. Yeah. Scott yeah, Drew just right. has a brand new facility, brand new arena. It's smaller, but like it's all. It's all amazing. Like, it's incredible. New, modern arena. And he won a national championship. And they're not going to bother mm-hmm. Scott Drew if he goes 19-11. and 11. You know? If he yeah. goes 19-11 a couple years in a row, he's going to be fine. You know? Because he's going to ha- he's got the deposits in the bank for the Baylor faithful and alumni to be like, okay, what do we need to give Scott? You know? Like, what, is, yeah. what does he need to get to where he was? What are we failing him on? What, is, what does he need? Does he need an assistant coach? Whatever. And, and, and they'll give him time to do that. So, you know, does he want to come into a place where they're probably going to win in a pressure cooker kind of way? Like, at least get me to the tournament, please. You know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and how much patience are, are, is his new job going to have compared to where he is, where he's got a lot of clout built up? Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, see if I can uh, talk to Jerome Tang while I'm out this part of the country. You know, see if I can talk yeah. to him for you. Swing by, the job. swing by Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> Manhattan. How far yeah. is Manhattan from Manhattan. Uh, from Kansas City? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Never mapped it. I mean, Literally never I, mapped it. Yeah, I, I didn't get to town and start uh, you know triangulating my position <laughs> versus <laughs> you know uh, other. Uh, no, you just Uber the, uh, to address. You have. <laughs> yeah. you do, like I don't need to know where I am relative to anything. I just need to. No. Yeah. Well, it's such a spread out town. I still can't figure out the city. I mean, it's just it's just all over the place. I mean, um, the stadiums aren't near a lot of you know um, there aren't, aren't near the downtown district. It's mm-hmm. just it's just a it's so spread out. It is spread out. Like uh, no, I've been no. to Kansas City before. I don't think I've, I've ne- I don't think I've ever been to downtown Kansas City. No. I don't think I have. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Maybe it didn't have the finest meats and cheeses down there. Well, I've, I haven't spent a lot of time in Kansas City. To be fair. No. Yeah, we got barbecue last night. Believe me, Jason Anderson had power rankings for his bar. We went to, and I'm going to forget the name. I forgot the name of the place already, uh, but it was great. And he goes, this is my third favorite barbecue place in the city. I'm like, oh, we have power rankings. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Kansas City people are snobbish about their barbecue like we are about our bourbon, right? Is that, is that oh, what I'm hearing? Yo, yeah, you're just now learning this? I mean, you yeah. don't know this about Kansas City people? Oh, they're, yeah. 
They're for real. I love that. So, so how many? So how many are on the power ranking of J- Jason Anderson? If if that was his, third I didn't get the full place. list. Okay. I mean, I, I just asked for the two in front of it. I didn't really want to round out the top five for me, but um, I mean, I, and I'm kind of just one of those with barbecue. I hate to say it, but I'm like, it's all pretty good. I can't, I can't taste the difference. So, so what'd you order? You know, if it's Oh, we got a variety of things, you know, burnt ends and and uh, brisket and okay. you know, whatever. And it's, so you don't good. know that you Fine. can't you can't appreciate like uh, average to to really good. If if it's if it reaches a level of good, I don't think I can taste the difference between good and great. Okay, okay, you know what I'm but saying. You, but you can uh, identify think, bad. Oh yeah, I can identify bad for sure. Okay, but but I th- I, to me, it's a difference of you know once barbecue you get to the point where you're competent with it. You know, it can only get so much better for me. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure there's chefs out there, you know, pulling their hair out right now. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. That, that's 16 hours you spent. So I'm, I'm, if you went four, it might have been just as good. I don't know. I'm just glad to eat it. You know? I'm not sure that's true. But uh, yeah, that's it's so funny because, I mean, barbecue to me, uh, I, I think there's lots of different varieties of it. But, like, when we go to Syracuse. Everybody tells you, go yeah. to the dinosaur barbecue, and there's lines out the door. And you go in, you sit down, and you start to eat it, and you're just like, this is pretty average. It's barbecue. It's I mean, fine. It's- but it, but I, I don't think that dinosaur barbecue in Syracuse, New York, would be mid-tier in Louisville, Kentucky. But, I mean, I go to, you know, you know um, Rendezvous in Memphis, and they're like, oh, it's the greatest thing. I'm like, yeah, it's barbecue. It's great. It's all, it's all it's all very good. Yeah, I'm a big Dreamland um, Dreamland person in Tuscaloosa, Birmingham. Those two spots, okay. very good. Just try them one day. Yeah. I, well, I think I could probably put you know all of them together you know, on a table. I'm not sure you would be able to identify which one was your your favorite. I don't know. We should try it. We'll have to. We'll have to try. It sounds like I'm, a very time consuming experiment. I'm should be willing to try from all across the country. I, well, I know you quickly put together put it together with your skepticism. So I now that you've thrown down the gauntlet, I want to try. I want to figure okay. it out. I'll I let wanna... you organize it then. <laughs> no, you're creating work. No, no, for me no, now. no, no. Now no, you're no, creating no, work no, for me. No, no, I wouldn't do that. No, <laughs> absolutely not. What are you crazy? I love it, man. Right, well, so did you end um, up enjoying it? Was there a side that you liked better than another? It was or? good. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It, it, it was. It was really good. It was really good. I mean, good. Yeah, I just like the fact that Jason has the power rank. It just cracks me up because I'm like, man, that's a lot to try to differentiate. You know, so you get taken to the third best. Who who gets taken to the first? Like, what <laughs> yeah. is that? I don't know if there's a trade deal with the first first one. I know we have a trade deal in place with uh, the third one. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, but I mean, dinner. Kansas City's also famous for their steaks. They've got to have some amazing steakhouses out there too. I mean, with the, you know, so that's. Uh, I can't, you know, I'll be having the Allen Fieldhouse uh, hamburger tonight. Probably would be my guess. That's that's a good trade off, though. So, so will yeah. you wear Kansas gear? Well, of course I will if I need to. You know, I mean, I have been throwing Minnesota shirts while running down to the front row. I need to put them on. Sure, when you, when you, row, man. Can we get you to sing Jayhawk like we have of Dan? Issel? I am. I'm not. Don't don't turn to steal the Issel act. I'm not doing that. No. no <laughs> will I'm you? Going with, <laughs> If Bill Self gives you gear, you will wear it. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, talking to a guy who had switched his Ravens and Chiefs gear up the other day. Yeah, you know? he did. 
<laughs> Does Kansas feel like a rival? Do you think it'd be a real problem? Oh, I can't believe you do that. Oh, Kansas uh, is our big rival. I wish they were. They a don't rival. feel like a rival at this. Point. I wish yeah. they were a rival right now. They they have been a rival when we were competitive in basketball for a lot of the high level Adidas guys uh, because a lot of the guys that we could get on campus they could get on campus. Same thing with like McKenzie and Baku or whatever uh, with Indiana. Uh, so yeah, I mean it feels kind of like a rival, but it's not that big of a deal. You know what? I would actually. That, that's when you know we're, we're 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 back. If I were to wear a Kansas T-shirt, whatever, and it would I, make people mad. Be mad, right? That means things are back to where they need to be. <laughs> I know that, that that's what that means. I love it. But Stephanie Rogers might be mad at you if you wear Kansas gear tonight because she's she's cowboy. She's Oklahoma State cowboy. She ain't paying for the tickets. Didn't fly me out here. Doesn't sign my paycheck. <laughs> Good enough for you. That's fine with me. Which but, one are you go? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but might see Darren today with that uh, new trophy that they have for Kentucky Derby 150. There's a, a thing going on over over there at Churchill Downs to see the new trophy. They're gonna. Uh, it's a different trophy. Right? I saw. I saw the press release. Yeah, it's a different trophy than they've used in the past. I don't know. I don't know anything more than that. So it's you know kind of be yeah. cool cool to see that get unveiled today. Uh, Texture says, little basketball sucks so bad. We're talking about barbecue. Yeah, and getting all kinds of texts about it. And I just, I, I, I wonder about our endurance here for these last six weeks or 12 games or 11 games, mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is. That's why, I, 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 uh, that's why I wonder if Josh will issue a statement at some point just saying. He did Friday. No, 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 no. I mean, like saying, hey, I met with Kenny. Let him know we're not going to move forward with him beyond the season, but he'll be continuing to the end of the season or something like that. I I, I don't know if he will do anything like that, but it it would it would take a, a little pressure out of that tea kettle that you got going on in there. Well, I got to find this damn tea. I mean, I don't know what the hell this sound is because somebody texted and they said I, I don't hear it all. It's not going over there, and now they're saying that's all I hear. Okay, now I can hear the kita <laughs> occasionally. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what that would. Do you know? I mean, what? I mean, I guess for the staff, you have to finish the year out. Um, but that probably does seem more likely than any sort of in-season change. Yeah, no, though no, you're not going to change it in the middle of the year and and no, get a new staff in here at yeah. this point. That wouldn't even be there'd be yeah. no point in that now. Uh, but no, I, you know, do you do you say something like that just to get the conversation away from anger? To well, say something that's not saying something that's doing something that's doing that's, something that's officially but, making the decision. Yeah. But for all the anger and people threatening, they're sending angry emails after every single game or midway through every single game, and just changing the mood from is he going to be? Of course he's going to be fired. Well, when? Well, well, it's happened. He's going to go to the end of the year. Well, who's our next coach going to be? And that's the that's the nature of the conversation. And start talking about who the next coach is going to be because that's yeah, probably I mean, the but, only. But thing the ill-informed fun. thing, people. Yeah, but the the ill-informed pe- thing that people say, you know, I've heard people call in, you know, like, well, that would let everybody know the job's open. Well, everybody knows the job's open, and, yeah. and you're doing these communications via agents, you know, for months on end. I mean, it's, again, do you think Lincoln Riley just woke up um, the day after the conference title game and ended up out at USC? No, that have been going on all year. I mean, yeah. these are ongoing negotiations that um, that go between agents, and, and so the coach can say, no, I haven't talked to so-and-so. I mean, yeah. Well, it is interesting. I actually had a conversation with an with an agent uh, that I know uh, recently. It'll go unnamed, but like I was just kind of picking his brain about you know which guys he thought might be you know willing to move or up for the job or somebody that we'd be interested in. And it's really funny because I think that there's a lot of uh, a lot of interest, and then there's a lot of 
a lot of angling for you know their clients you know so it's, it's so, sure. you know that type of thing is uh is really interesting so I, I i do think that agents already know to your point that the job is open they're already yeah. sending inquiries i, I like just that. think the, the 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 candidates can change so much in such a short period of time somebody might be okay at the end of february wins their conference tournament, wins two games in the Sweet 16 at, oh, I don't know, say a New Mexico. I'm just throwing that out there because of Richard, just because I know that, you know, they've got a good enough squad to do something like that. And somebody, you know, who, who wasn't up on the national radar now all of a sudden is because you're like, oh, wow, look what they've been doing. Yeah. You know, but but, the, but the, those two, winning, you know, a conference tournament, winning particularly the NCAA tournament, getting a, a win or two in there raises the profile of a coach to go, oh, wow, we got to have that guy. So how do you avoid hiring? Yeah the wrong fever pitch guy you know like a kevin ollie or a uh or or or, a, or a billy gillespie you know or somebody like that yeah, and try to and right. try to hit on a guy that is up and coming and is about to do something really big like how do you avoid that it's a great question because you know you don't want to just base it on somebody who you know had a good three weeks but you, you like to see somebody who gets some tournament success and then you couple it and go, oh, wow, he did this, though. Oh, wow, look at that resume. It looks even better than right. I thought. Um, but you're right. You don't want to hire the Billy Gillespie because that was – I mean, I'll never forget it was – this was Dave Baker. He had all the sources, man. Um, he knew they were going to go after Billy Donovan first, uh, uh, Rick Barnes second, and Gillespie third. Yeah. Um, and, and Donovan took the longest. Barnes took about 10 seconds. And then who the hell is this Billy Clyde guy? <laughs> yeah, he was just beating you know? Louisville. <laughs> and – yeah, AC and, Law, and every, point guard. And everybody was exactly, he, of course, he had just done exactly that. He had just gone to the Sweet 16. He also, his resume, though, was better than that. Like, A&M was like 1-17 in, in the league, mm-hmm. you know, the year before he got there. And then they, you know, turned it around, like won the league or something. Um, so, but you're right. That's the, that's the number one pitfall you got to avoid. Don't let that, uh, um, you know, don't let Billy Gillespie uh, be the guy you end up with. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I think that, like, Shaheen Holloway, you know, is this dude that probably might be really good. You know, I think he's probably mm-hmm. – he's showing some really nice early signs. But you could easily hire Shaheen Holloway. You elevate him, and then that could not work. You don't necessarily yeah. know. So that's why I think it's really interesting for Louisville to start kicking the tires on a lot of these established guys that have done this over and I'm assuming they have. Well, like I mean, so I, they start kicking the tires. I'm assuming, right? But I'm saying like on. start there. Start with Scott Drew. Start with mm-hmm. Chris Beard. Start with some of these dudes that you've seen it over. That's why it's interesting for Mick Cronin. So like you know, I think Mick Cronin's probably played himself out of this job, and maybe even yeah, yeah. You know, PR'd his way out of the job too, from a you know <laughs> a media relations sure. public perception perception uh, stuff, but. He's done it before. He's built a team to go through. I would argue that mm-hmm. Scott Drew and Chris Beard have done it better than he has. And then, but Scott you can, Drew had the biggest rebuilding job in the history of college sports. Yes, yes, yeah. he did. Yes, he did. And you know, so I think that you can point to it. And they've also those guys have done it in the NIL transfer portal era. Now, are there Which other guys most, like yeah. yeah? And 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 so I don't know. It's interesting. Like, how do you do that and say, oh, here's this guy in the NCAA tournament. He just took. Seton Hall to the Final Four. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you're, you're right. 
I, I, I do like the thought, um, as I mentioned on Friday, where somebody um, I respect in the game had called in and, and called me in the break and said, you need a guy who's, so, who's almost working out of fear of if he doesn't succeed here, that his career is basically over because you don't see guys recover very often. That they're gonna, you want a guy who's 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 up and coming where he doesn't have enough, just doesn't have money in the bank, but you don't want him to be comfortable with the rest of his life. He, you want him to be, you know, to, to work out of fear that, that if he loses here, he's not going to get another big time job. It's an interesting angle, too. I mean, I'd like to, you know, you'd like to think you have someone established, but if you are going to get someone in the up and comer, that is a desperation level you do want to see. Yeah, I would, you know, and, and so you have, that has to be urgency, desperation, things like that, I think are great qualities. Like Jerome Tang, it's, it screams him all over that one. It does. You know? it, it really does. And it doesn't, scream scott drew right like no like it does not at all you know even though i think scott drew would be great here it like he would not have that desperation he he and and also shock is smart was shock is smart like does he want to come here and be desperate now that he's kind of that would be interesting yeah right and and while he you know he's obviously been around and established himself he he wouldn't want to fail again, right? I think just you know psychologically, you know, and just image wise too, right? He's found um, a place that likes him. He likes it there, and he's yeah. successful. That and he and he yeah. and he didn't have that at Texas. Is it worth rolling the dice? Even though I don't think anybody would argue that Marquette is better than Louisville, but like you know, he's happy there, and they're rolling. Yeah. All right, we'll continue along here. I'll see if I can figure out this whistle, whatever the hell's going on. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, here, Lloyd Gardner will join us. Um, we, got, we got that. We got a few other stories uh, that we will uh, get to here uh, as well as we uh, roll along uh, with you. Don't forget about our friends over at Fitness Market when it's time to uh, get that exercise equipment or to get that uh, sauna. I've got, uh, I've got you know, the workout room and the sauna. It's great to be able, you know, in these cold, dreary days, a lot of times that you can go in there and just warm up and all the other benefits that go along with it. And, of course, having that ability to work out in your home when it's just raining like it was the other day, it was great. Then I didn't have to go outside, hop on a treadmill, and get a workout in. Uh, it's Fitness Market, two locations, Westport Road just inside the Snyder and Plant Side Drive and Waterson Trail, and online at thefitnessmarket.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. You get to me, you give me that smile, and I'm somewhere, somewhere sunny at 75. Broadcasting live. From the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. There you go. Chase understands the assignment. He has clearly understood that and run with that with the... Um um, you know, getting the these sunny music, if you will, Mark Blankenbaker. I love that. Yeah, no, and uh, I guess we're going to hit maybe flirt with 60s later this week, right? In the next seven days, we might touch 60s. Right? Yeah. Wow. Got a little warm front. I mean, we were gonna... so surprised. 
Go when we got to the airport yesterday, we, when there was like a patch of sunshine and like Ken Savage and I just walked. We were like drawn to the sunlight at the end of the, you know, where they're picking you up at the airport. I'm like, I don't care if it takes the person picking us up an extra half hour. I don't care. I'm, I'm feeling the sun, you know? <laughs> You're feeling the There's sun? No way, I was, <laughs> no way I was not feeling that sun. No way. No way. Did you ask the driver to like roll the window down so that you could stay in the sun? Did you try uh, to sit on the sunny side of the car? No, I didn't ask Sandy to do that. <laughs> it was oh. Sandy going to pick this up. No. <laughs> so no, I did not. I did not do that. So, uh, all right. I think I've got my. I don't. Do you hear the whistle? Don't hear the, don't whistle. Hear the whistle. You just got to turn yourself down just a second. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, I yeah. can do that. That's yeah. no problem. You're just a touch right, hot. So yeah, that's way better. Way better. Okay. Yeah, way okay. better. Okay, we're we're getting these audio settings down. Someday we'll have them down here. Someday, someday. Well, you someday. changed it up on um, us, and we didn't check it till then. So there you go. Well, yeah, I did change. You know, the one thing I wish I could understand, and I don't know if you, I don't understand Reddit at all. When I'm trying to, anytime I Google something to try to find a, you know, an answer for how to fix it, it's always on a Reddit board. I don't even know what it means. So it's just a message board, right? It's just a like it Reddit. Seems like that's but what it, it seems like. It's yeah. a so Chase might be able to describe it better than me. But Reddit board is a centralized message board for all varying topics where you can keep your same username through uh, you know basically multiple different topics and interests that you might have yeah it's like i, I mean there's there's multiple topics you can scroll through there's different yeah. pages for each topic and everybody can yeah weigh in the top google search it seems like and everything is a reddit thing and i get there and I just i just that's when i really feel old i'm like i don't understand this reddit thing. no so, so i actually watched a great movie last night about Reddit and uh, you know the the whole GameStop thing is called Dumb Money. It's on Netflix. It was really good. Should, oh yeah, no, I think I've seen that. Yeah, you should you should download it, watch it on the way home on you know whatever uh, on the, on the flight back. But that that was a uh, that was really good. It might help you understand Reddit a little bit better if you watch the movie. Okay, yeah, all right. All right. Well, we got some calls here. As uh, uh, again, we got the game tonight coming your way at nine o'clock, seven thirty at the pregame. Todd's going to lead us off. Todd, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, a guy that drinks Coors Light and drinks uh, tea and crumpets. Uh, you're a man of. <laughs> many ta- many I don't even there. drink tea. That's why I don't understand this. I despise tea. Every time I get sick, somebody says, "You know, take some honey, lemon, and tea." I'm like, I'd rather just be sick. <laughs> There's no one there to witness it, cause so we we, we believe you're yeah. drinking tea since we heard the tea kettle on the back. But yeah, hey, I yeah. got a question. How in the world? Can Louisville lose money on that bowl game? I mean, even with three, even with the payout not being as big as some of the other ones, like it just boggles my mind. Is it all the ticket sales that if they have to commit to that maybe hurt them in this bowl game? But I was shocked when I read that. So it's a, it's it's an account. It's almost an accounting. Um, geeky story. All these teams that go into bowl games, you know, the, all the money is, is pooled. It's you know, and they've got a slightly different model now. But basically, if you it's 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 spend it or lose it because you're going to get reimbursed by the conference. I mean, I don't right. think it's necessarily responsible spending by every Division One football school. But it, it you know you spend a lot of money flying people out there and everything else, and you, it's kind of a reward for people. And you know, I think there was a year when Florida played for the national championship and lost money on the trip because they brought so many people. Yeah. So it's almost it's a bad model, I think, where everybody's like almost incentivized to just you know excessively spend. But it's spend it or lose it. And then my next question is basketball hire. At Louisville, is this basketball hire going to be a bigger hire than the football hire is or was? I don't know. 
It, it needs to be, um, to be honest. I mean, you know, Louisville basketball is the premier sport on this campus. And as much as I love football, I know what is basketball it? I does. I, I mean, it has been right for now. its entire history, you know. I mean, there, I you, know, but, but, you, but you could argue right at now, times it hasn't been, and this year it's not. But in terms of fan happiness and fan interest long, like, you know, and, and it's an economic driver, really – basketball is what can level the playing field for this gap that we have in the revenue shortfall because we have a 22 and a half thousand seat arena with multiple suite options we can leverage basketball to help you know in that gap for for the entire athletic department that we're going to have between the sec and the big 10 so i think it's huge I'm just wondering if Diener's wearing an ascot when he's drinking his tea this morning. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't own either. <laughs> don't let him fool you. I don't own an ascot. He's a totally yeah. different guy. Um, he even has a British accent mm-hmm. when he when he's off the air. Right, right. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Let's go to Bill up next. Save me from this nonsense. Bill, welcome in. Good morning. What's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, you know, t- talking about the coaching search there, there are a couple of guys, I mean, we, it seems like we're recycling the same names over and over, but, you know, if you look at it, if you want an established name, I think Kelvin Sampson has just crushed it at Houston. Um, and the guy at Arizona, Tommy Lloyd, he's having a good year down there. Former assistant at Gonzaga, young up and coming. But those are kind of two names that I think, you know, when you go below the surface, uh, could be legitimate hires here what do you think so so for me kelvin sampson is 68 years old i i just don't know is that you know i i think he'd be a great hire i think there's no question about it i think he's he's definitely one of the best coaches in college basketball but i i would like for whoever louisville hires to be able to do the job for 15 years at you know that would be what i would kind of shoot for uh, Tommy Lloyd definitely fits that role, although he's a West Coast guy. Uh, he's got a great job in Arizona, but maybe, yeah, maybe maybe you could do it. They are going to the Big 12 yeah. next year where that basketball league is a, is a really great league. So uh, I'm, I'm totally happy to kick the tires on Tommy Lloyd if we want to do that. Right. Yep. Okay, thanks. All right, um, and was that – that was that was Bill, right? So we, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where we were on the, on the calls here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so no, but just just real quickly to your point about about you know football and basketball, it's one of the few programs where you you've got a basketball program that can potentially earn almost almost like a football program can in terms of yes you know money generated not television revenue obviously but but actual it's revenue one of the programs where yes yes and, and, and while you'll never be at that twenty thousand a game if you get back to sixteen seventeen you know I mean I, can we get back to those days right. can you get back with to the premium areas sold you sell the premium areas. Then the sixteen seventeen number really isn't like you don't have to sell the remaining five six thousand if you're selling all your yeah. But I mean, and stuff just like for that. the environment, I'm just saying for the environment oh, sure. there to get to get back to where where it was. You know that that's amazing. Yeah, I'm you want people about. to want to be there. I mean, you know, can we get back to you know the Rick Pitino two thousand and eleven to two thousand and fifteen stretch there where you know every single there were twenty two and a half thousand people inside and there were seventy five thousand people outside that wanted to go you know that if they could get if they could have gotten a ticket you know yeah i think that's definitely what you want and winning gets you there you know so really my first consideration for a basketball coach is will he win 
You know, there's other well, questions. My first consideration is, is will Lloyd Gardner be able to, to get along with him? That's really Oh, we need Lloyd. Question. Yeah, we need Lloyd to get along yeah, with him for we, sure. We've we got, we got to have that uh, to be that, that the case. Lloyd, welcome in. Good morning. Well, good morning. And uh, that guy stole my thunder because I was going to say Kelvin Sampson. Uh, I'll tell you, he's a great coach. I had a kid on my state championship team, Eric Martin. Was my center, but was a two-guard at Oklahoma. I absolutely loved him. Uh, he's proven himself everywhere he went. He, everywhere he goes, he wins a, uh, a big program, has a big program. And uh, Mark, I'm going on 79, and I'm sitting by my desk at Fairdale High School, and it's 750. Uh, age is only how how you feel. So yeah, that's true. So you know, wonder how many years of coaching do we think Kelvin Sampson has left in him anywhere? What, what, I mean, he's, how old do you say he is, Mark? He's 68 years old. I don't know what his birthday okay. is, but so he's, he's 68. Birthday's October Seven, 5th. eight, yeah. More? I don't know. But if you're looking for somebody to revise the program and, you know, 10 years from now, five years ago, eight years from now even, there'll be some new, new kid on the block. I mean, I've been thinking about how many teams were great, Drew, probably when you, you guys were growing up. I mean, we're the Georgetowns, the Memphis, the Maryland, the oh, yeah. Indiana, Cincinnati's, Michigan, Michigan State's a perfect example. Uh, St. John's, Ohio State, they were all big-time programs at one time. It's sort of a changing of the guard. Yeah, but I don't want to. Those programs <laughs> pop up and be pretty good, though, it seems like, yeah, here, here and there. I mean, it's not like those programs are just downtrodden. No, they're not, but they're not in the, you know, they're not any, no longer in the top ten or. Most of those programs, I mean, when Lefty Giselle was at Maryland, they were in the tournament every year. Uh, uh, take UNLV, they've dropped off the map. I mean, they had a great program when Tark was there. There have been so many teams that have gone down, and, of course, most of it had to do with coaching. Georgetown's a perfect example of that. I think all of these are a perfect example of that. Indiana with Bobby Knight, Cincinnati with Huggy Bear. Uh, the only one, really, that still exists that's really gone down is Michigan State, and he's always a threat, but... Uh, and I don't think, Mark, that you can announce at any time during the season you're going to get rid of a coach. You know, that, I mean, it's it's happened before. I mean, it happened it happened in you know football with Ron Zook, and they went on and won like the last couple of games. I can't remember exactly how that went down. I mean, worried about winning two games at this point. I, I know, mean, but like you just you, every every all the stress comes off everybody. It comes off the fan base. No, comes no, off Kenny Payne. It gives you more chance to lose your players when the portal. He gets. Uh, why would a guy want to go to work and try to be any better if you told him he's gone? I mean, just let it play out and get a coach. And and what worries me is you can fire him the day after the season's over, but if anybody's any good, is going to be in the tournament. What if he goes to the final four? The guy you want. All those things change the whole landscape. Well, you wait. You then you get. wait for it. If you if you can get the guy, then then you wait for him. I mean, to me, it's that well, simple. I mean, we saw it. Look. If he gets to the final four, there's even less chance you're going to get him. Oh, I'm getting ready to go to a Kansas game tonight. They might disagree. Right. And, I mean, and Roy, the, the Roy Williams also walked right over. Doesn't end and it doesn't open until 30 days after the season concludes. So they're not going to be able to just, you know, just oh, go so straight. Oh, it's not in. like last year where it was that Monday and everybody was just dumping their right. name in. Yeah. They, because of the tournament, there's so many teams that they, they want it to open up rule. at the same time. I, I don't exactly know the exact date, but it's it's around there. So. It, 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 you well, know, you know they can say they're going to the portal, but they can't actually go into the portal. It gives whoever gotcha. you bring in a time, you know, time to kind of have a guy reconsider. That makes sense. We all know that coaches are already looking at players in the, for the portal the day it opens. Hundred percent. I mean, 
But that's, uh, the day it opens, that's, that's, they're doing it now. They're doing it yesterday. They're doing, you know, they're tampering year, all over the place. <laughs> you know, Drew, I, I, I really, uh, I'm jealous of you getting to go to a Kansas game. It's one of the great arenas that I've never had the chance to be at. I've been to the old really? Square huh. Garden, the new Madison Square Garden. I've been to the Palestra. I've been uh, to the Forum. Uh, I've been to so many great arenas around the country, but I've never been to Kansas, and I, I really uh, wish I could go with you tonight, but it'd be uh, one of the great places. Oh, that's great. I've well, if you're ever over here, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we got plenty of connections over in these uh, this neck of the woods to get you in. I'm curious. Let, let's say, other than Kelvin Sampson, what's another name or two that that you like, coaches that you, you watch? That guy knows what he's doing. Well, liking them and getting them is two different things. I still think it's going to be hard to get Drew out of out of Baylor. I mean, twenty one years of Baylor. There, I think he just got the number one recruit. I like Shaka Smart. Are you going to get him? I think Louisville's a better place than Marquette. And believe it or not, fellas, an NBA team really helps your recruiting. Because there's a relationship between those college players that play in the same arena and uh, have that relationship with with pro basketball players. I know a lot of you don't like it and don't think it'll work in Louisville, but there's a big advantage having pro basketball, any pro sport in your city, whether it's uh, football or basketball. So, you know, getting him out of Milwaukee where they they have a great NBA team, all that helps in recruiting. And anytime you can have an advantage in recruiting, you're going to keep it. Yeah, usually that comes down to money, it sounds like, these days. <laughs> That's the advantage you can have or not have. Uh, Lloyd Gardner with us here, ninth in the Ville, uh, ES, ESPN 680. And... Go ahead. On another note, I've come up with a conspiracy theory. I think the NFL wanted Kansas City to win because of the Tyler Swift effect. That Taylor's brother? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, you're not the first person to, to, to have that one out there. Because of the people that watch it, the the viewing, the ratings, everything would go up. I'm just I'm just kidding, just something I thought about. But Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It made uh it made Zay Flowers fumble. They they those 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 people that rigged those games, they made him fumble right there at that <laughs> one yard line. <laughs> and know. then of course little John's arena, I thought that was a pawn job, but it's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one of, yeah, one and the same. It's a small arena, um, and you pack it up, which uh, it'll be packed probably tonight. Unless people don't think they're going to want to watch Louisville, but a uh, great atmosphere tonight for Clemson, and that's why they've been successful. Those small arenas uh, that they fill up, and uh, looking forward to watching that again tonight and see what happens. Yeah, not a lot of premium seating around there, Blank and Baker and Little John. Oh, really? I mean, I mean, there ought to be. No, no, I mean, no. They have all those it pay uh, people. They want their money, man. You got to read that oh book, boy. The Black Market by Merle Code. It gives you a big look into Clemson basketball, man. I'm, like it really is a good, a good read. Well, Drew, very quickly before I go off, I want to say that I'm going to Western this weekend. Uh, they're going to induct the 1965, 66, 67, 65, 66, 66, 67 uh, teams into the Western Hall of Fame which I was a slash trainer manager on those teams. There we go. All right. We were ranked third in the nation. And the 66-67 team, we were ranked third by UCLA with uh, Lou Alcindor, then Louisville with Unsel, And, of course, we had Clem Haskins. And, of course, we would have probably been in the final four. Even Don Donahue dating said that 
had Clem Haskins not broken his wrist uh, three weeks before the season was over. But uh, be a part of that this weekend and and really looking forward to that. And uh, just uh, two great teams at Western had, and they're being honored this weekend. Well, another Hall of Fame for you, Lloyd. Congratulations. <laughs> well, you know, I've been in a lot of Hall of Fames, but it's not about me. It's about the people that got me there. It's not about me personally, but I've been a part of a lot of great winning programs, and, of course, Johnny Oldham was one of the greatest coaches I've ever been around. The, never, ever heard him say a cuss word. Uh, he was just a great coach. Four guys got dra- got drafted on that team. Of course, Clem Haskins was a first-round draft choice with the Bulls. And then Greg Smith was the forward on that team with Lou Alsett, with Kareem at Milwaukee when they won the championship, along with Bobby Dandridge and Oscar Robertson. Uh, Wayne Chapman uh, played uh, professional basketball. And uh, Dwight Smith was the first-round draft choice of the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, the brother of Greg actually got killed in a car wreck on Mother's Day his senior year just weeks after the draft, but... He was a big-time six-foot-six guard, averaged 11 rebounds a game in the NCAA. So that was uh, some great teams. Well, and uh, enjoy it, Lloyd, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, fellas. Take care, Lloyd. There you go, Lloyd Gardner. Lloyd Gardner with us here, ninth round the Ville, ESPN 680, 105.7. Hanging out with you. So we get another Hall of Fame for Lloyd. Of course, just another Hall. Throw him in there. Just yeah. another another one for Lloyd, and uh, the ride continues for one Lloyd Gardner. He'll probably have some memorabilia from it that you know that he'll be able to collect and show off to us one day. Sure, I'm I'm sure. All right, we'll continue along here. Two six seven nine six eighty is the number to get in. Text away UPS Jobs text line four three seven nine six eighty. Now the reason why do you think I was staying up and watching that uh, that Texas game last night? You know why? I was oh yeah, up. I know exactly. Why I had you were. I had I had bets on it. I had I came at halftime. I'm like, all right, let me go a little uh, plus eleven and a half, and then get the over on. Uh, on Texas at 58 and a half. There's no way they're going to have another scoring half like that. Boom, got that. At the uh, 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 profit boost on the on the Houston game as well. So, hey, you can do all this by uh, downloading uh, the, the FanDuel uh, app right now. Go to FanDuel.com slash Drew D. That's FanDuel.com slash Drew D. In addition to all that, um, last year's Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski went wide left on FanDuel's kink, uh, kick of destiny. Now he's back for number two. So all you have to choose is whether Gronk will make or miss. It gets your free pick right now because if you're right, you'll want a share of $10 million in bonus bets. That seems pretty simple. So everyone can get on the action uh, when Gronk takes his shot uh, before the Super Bowl. Uh, so whether you're team make or team miss, just follow the FanDuel Sportsbook app. The pick it's absolutely free. Then tune in uh, for the game and um, see Gronk's kick live. See if you'll win your share of $10 million in bonus bets if you're right. Must be 21 or older. Present in Kentucky, no purchase necessary. $10,000 prize pool to be split equally among uh, participants who made the correct pick. $10 million prize pool, I should say. Prize issued is not withdrawable. Bonus bets expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. Seize terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambling.